I've never really taken a break. And I wanted to take the summer off after I semi-retired and then really think through what the next chapter was going to be. So I gave myself time to decompress from 30 years of retail, which was tremendous. And it's really given me an opportunity to really realize what I loved about what I did and the opportunities I had and the people I've worked with. You're listening to Pearls on Boards, an inspiring podcast for high-powered working moms with your host, Sharissa Kell, a remarkable entrepreneur, inventor, and globe-trotting visionary who is transforming lives and empowering others to stay fit, healthy, and energized along their journey. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Pearls on Boards. I am so excited to sit down this week with Raina Van Delft. Raina is an incredible senior leader. She has been in retail for over 30 years, and she is a mom of three. Hey, Raina, thanks for sitting down with me. How are you today? I'm good. So tell me about your career then. You've been all over. Yes, I've done retail my whole life from when we lived in New York. I would work for Lowman's, which was this, you know, hot fashion place. They used to click people in and yeah, just lots of boutiques. And then when we came to Chicago, I worked for, got ups and downs, Limited Express. I was in the stores. I went to school in Chicago. Then I had the opportunity to go to buying uh, for Spiegel Catalog. So your, your mom probably knows what Spiegel Catalog And so I did that for a while. Had my kids during that tenure. Went to Sears, did their private brand right when their private brand was taking off. It was fun. It was crazy. And then I left there and went to North Carolina. I worked for stage stores. Uh, so I ran all of women's there and then uh, went to Detroit to go to Pet Supplies Plus, And I ran all the merchandising for pets there for 10 years and then now started my own business. So it's been a crazy done anywhere from men's kids, women's baby, furry babies. Yeah. So it's retail. Retail is pretty much the skill sets the same. You just have to understand who the customer is and what the product is, right? Uh, so yeah, it's been a crazy career and uh, you now all my kids are grown. So now that they're older, because I, okay, so I'm sure working as a mom, I feel like everyone I've talked to, we all kind of share mom guilt a little bit. So now that they're adult, did that stave off the guilt that you had experienced? A little bit. If anything, I it made me realize that kids are so resilient, right? So, you know, my older ones, because I did travel to Asia a couple of weeks at a time, twice a year and go to New York once a month. And I asked them, they're like, it's just what we knew. And they had a great relationship with my mom and dad. So they said they wouldn't have had the great relationship with their grandparents had I not traveled. So they, they flipped out that they had an opportunity to, you know, get closer to other people. And they said, I, they said, I never missed an event. And if I did, one of them said, if I did, I made sure there was someone there to watch them, like my mom or my sister or a friend, or there was always somebody they could look in the stands and see. Um, I was a single mom for many years. So my ex-husband, I'd make sure he was there. So yeah. So I, I got some good positive feedback because I said, I can't change anything. You might as well tell me the real deal now. <laughs> did that make you feel good then for them? I did. Yeah, good that they, you know, they wouldn't change anything. I love it. And they're not sitting on couches. Not yet. Knock on wood. Uh, uh, wait till they have their own kids. That's when they'll. <laughs> well, they do. One has three, one has two. Oh, that's right. They're going Actually, it's funny. We just went on vacation and we used to go on beach vacations all the time when they were little. And one of them pulled me aside because it's, it's a lot of work. You know, the beach 
pool, hot tub, sleep. Mm -hmm. And they said, I don't even know how you did it. Like, I'm exhausted and it's day two. <laughs> you just, you just knew. Because so I got some accolades all the times I would drive out east and take them to the beach. So, so that was pretty funny. I'm sure that's nice. Like, I think my dad growing up, I was kind of, I don't know, I knew everything, but then I got to college and I realized I knew nothing. And I was like very apologetic for not knowing anything. And I think that's probably nice as a parent, like when your kids are old enough to realize that what it actually entails to keep little children alive and happy and loved and fed and provided for. Funny because in the old, the old way we used to do it, we used to be in Chincoteague, Virginia. We used to take a car from the house to the beach. Mm -hmm. And and Mike's like, I don't even know how you got us all in the car, got us to the beach, <laughs> coolers, tent. And then we did it every day, set, yeah. resetting up, you know? And he goes, I'm just exhausted thinking about it. How many do you have? I have three sons and five grandsons. All boys. Oh, my gosh. That's and a, a dog. And a male dog. Yeah. I have two <laughs> boys. And I just feel like anyone who has more than two boys is like my hero because I have two and I they're 12 months apart and I love them deeply but they make choices the more of them that get together like the dumber those choices seem to be and so I like don't yeah, know how you did three boys as a single mom yes it was funny them. my older two are twins and oh my gosh I had a cousin the same age and when the three of them got together we ended up in the ER every time like I'm sure Somebody come running with blood squirting and the other two in the back would always say, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. And I was like, oh my God, can you just like draw? Growing up during my career, I had a lot of friends that were stay-at-home moms mm -hmm. and I didn't, I connected with them on a personal level, but I didn't really have that option to talk to them about it. And then people at work, it's interesting that somebody could easily say I'm leaving early to go work out, but and who didn't have children. But if you had children, you were leaving. I don't know. There was just this kind of aura that maybe I felt it and it wasn't really real, but made you feel uncomfortable. But I think as I grew in my career, I got much stronger to say, hey, this is me. I'm going to work really hard, but I'm not missing an event. And you have to, you know, if you're upfront with your superiors on that, I think they respect that and that you make sure your calendar is very clear, that you're not going to miss something important at work. Uh, but on a normal day, you know, you will maybe leave on Tuesdays and Thursdays because you have to be at the hockey game or baseball game or whatever that is. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people I've learned from a lot of women is that they felt that way too. Maybe that if they said it was for, for family, they would like pretend they're going to the doctor. And it was like silly, but it was that fear of judgment. And then as they climbed higher and higher, they did have more freedom and more boldness, I think, comes with that responsibility to now be like, no, I'm not going to hide these things that I'm doing anymore because I am doing a good job and I am doing the work. And it's okay that I'm also being a mom. Absolutely. You know, and I think juggling is a real thing. You have to be able to juggle it all and be able to say, okay, these things I'm not going to worry about. My rule in my house is I really don't care what your bedroom looks like. I just shut the door. As long as there's not food in there, I'm good. And then the main part of the house, I wanted to keep 
reasonable. You know, so it's just that juggling of what are you going to let go? You have to let go of something as we mature into the role and as you have a rapport with your boss or colleagues. I think they respect that this is where you're going to focus work and home life with your family. Uh, maybe you can't do drinks on Thursday night. That's okay. Like it's just everybody kind of respects where everybody's boundaries are. I love that you said juggling because that's kind of what I've decided it is. I think that you hear so much on social media about this like balance. And I'm like, I don't have balance. I don't even know what that is. Like I, I, I love the idea of it totally. But I think it is a juggle. You're doing a lot and something like you have to kind of pick what's important. To me, having clean clothes is important, but maybe I don't need them hung up and folded nicely. Like I I just, I don't have time for that. Yeah. It's funny you say that because my husband, my second husband, he is amazing. He works from home. So he was able to do the laundry for many years. Now, with that said, things were inside out or not kind of the way I want it. But to be honest with you, you got to be able to be okay with that or you're going to be up till three in the morning. So does that mean I have to throw it back into the dryer for a minute? Probably. Or some of the things that I really thought were amazing pieces, I would bring to the dry cleaners and not have to worry that it was going to shrink her. But the, the fact that I came home and there were clean clothes for everybody was the priority, right? Yeah. And I think that's a huge thing is like learning to just accept the help that people are willing to give you at the level they're able to do it. Like my husband loads the dishwasher and I always load it the exact same way. That's just who I am because it's the most efficient way to get all of the dishes in there in one go. He will take like three different loads to get the same amount of dishes that I can do in one. And I wanted to get upset. And then I'm like, you know what? He's doing it though. He's happily doing it. Like I just need to let it go. And I think that's, especially women who are successful in career, we're probably lean a little bit more type A, right? Where we have these like ways of things to go. But I think that you just, in order to be successful in your career and as a mom, simultaneously, you have to just let go and be like, like he got the kids to school and you know what? That shirt's on backwards, but he has a shirt on and it's clean. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And to be honest with you, I think the kids enjoyed when it wasn't me because they could really pick whatever they wanted to wear. Really, to be honest with you, seeing my sons as fathers, it's amazing what they're doing because they've seen the example of their dad or stepdad doing all this work in the house. So I think it just, it's really exciting to see their wives being able to work and do everything they need to do. So it's exciting. I think that's like a characteristic too of women that I've noticed that are able to juggle it all is that they kind of thrive in the madness a little. Like I'm a procrastinator to the extreme. It's a really terrible habit. And it was like my college professors, I think hated me. But it was like, if you gave me three months to do a paper, I was going to do it four hours before it was due and it was going to be excellent. But if I did it three months before it was due, it was going to be garbage. So Yeah, and I think that is a real trait for work, mm -hmm. too, because when an emergency hits, you're the calm one in the room. Mm -hmm. You're the one that's like, okay, let's get all the facts, what's going on, get the team together, and then you come up with a solution. Everybody's going like this around you, but you're kind of the one that can manage through that because that's what you're daily life is like anyways, right? So it's just another cog in the wheel. Do you feel like being a mom gave you kind of like this superpower ability to 
be more efficient with your time and and operate under pressure differently because you had a different or do you think you were always like that? I think mom made it more of a superpower. Mm -hmm. I think I've always had it in my DNA, but I think juggling managing has been a trait that's helped me in my work for sure. You know, because every day was a new day, which is what I loved about my role in retail. And every day, either a container fell off the ship and I didn't have a holiday program coming. It's like, okay, what are we going to do? How are we going to manage this? How are we going to get new sweaters in here in the next three weeks? Yeah. (laughs) It was just, and that was, that was what I always considered the fun of it. So I think having that juggling mentality helped uh, with any crisis that came along at work. And just, I've always loved having people work for me that also were new moms or going through this new stage in their life, be it something's going on with their parents or something's going on with their kids, that I was kind of that calm place that they could vent and kind of help them through uh, their own turmoils that they were going through for uh, work. And I was like, you fix that because you can't come to work when there's that big, heavy load You have to be nourished at home as you are at work. And I would say when people talk about balance, to me, it's like an annual balance. (laughs) There's no balance on a day-to-day. There could be a a crisis at work that that is like a two-week span. You have to juggle like who's picking up the kids that day. I can't get dinner that night. Something's come up. I mean, those things will happen. Also, Conversely, my son pretended to be Batman and flew off the bookcase and now needs to get his arm in a cast. Like, so, so, yeah, you know, it's a balance that at the end of the day, you're going to give back to both sides of the coin. Traveling was tough, but I tried to make it fun for the kids. You know, I'd bring back money from all the countries I was in and I'd leave post it notes for them every night based on the calendar, like have a great hockey game or hope your test goes well or whatever those little notes were that made them feel like I was still connected. And that was before FaceTime. So we're faxing each other. So it's just making sure that they feel connected. And I used to get the teachers involved and I would tell them where I was going in my itinerary and they'd follow me while I was traveling. I mean, that was more in grade school, of course, not in high school. But um, so, yeah, so, you know, just get it, it. It does take a village and you need to make sure everybody's supporting you around you. Speaking of the supporting structure and community that a working mom needs, let's take a quick break to listen to a message from our sponsor. Supporting a family is tough. It takes time. And sometimes saving time is something that we really need to do. Hi, everybody. This is Chris, the chief operating officer and proud husband of the CEO of our company, Neo Team. When my wife invented this product, she designed it specifically to save time but keep quality high. There are times where Sharissa is pushing the envelope at meetings and I'm at home with the kids, making sure the house stays clean, making sure they're getting to school on time, taking them out on adventures. And I can tell you, it is a lot of work and having neotene available makes our life a little easier. I can just drop it into a bottle for the boys when we're going on a hike together or the beach. And I know they're going to get some good high quality protein and electrolytes and they love the flavor. We're excited to bring other people on this adventure with us. So head to neoteen.com, pick yourself up a sample pack or a box, try it in the morning, try it with working out, let your kids taste it, do all the good stuff and let us know what you think. Hey, Chris, thanks so much for your support. I really appreciate you and couldn't do it without you. Now let's dive back into our conversation. 
I used to think naively that it, that it had to be family and I've never lived near family. And so we've had to create, like we lived in Japan. I obviously didn't have family though. And so we, we had to create that community that would support us. And I think like when you do that, it's amazing what you can do. Yeah. Did you have a stay-at-home mom by chance? Oh, I had a stay-at-home mom, yes. Because I feel like a lot of women who are very successful, they also had stay-at-home moms. I think I learned quantity. Like my mom was around all the time, but I didn't feel like I knew her well because there wasn't that quality. But I feel like because I'm so busy when I'm with my kids, it's like very intentional. It's like no phones. It's very engaging and close and relational. And I feel like not to say that what my mom did was bad or wrong, but like I've noticed in my relationship with my kids, because I'm doing so many things, like the quality of time that I have with them is different. Yeah, I totally agree. I had this conversation with my mother. My mother passed about eight, nine years ago, but I had this conversation once because I was hitting the wall. We all hit the wall at some point. And I was having this conversation with her. I said, you stayed at home, you know, and she's like, wait, time out, time out. She's like, yeah, I was physically in the building. She said, but I did nothing. Like I never played on the floor with you. I was ironing. I was cleaning. I was cooking. You spend more time with your kid than I ever did. So she kind of got me out of that guilt. And I think, to be honest with you, in her time, when you got married, you quit your job. Like that is the way it was. And she said she loved working. And she said that also always bothered her that she didn't work. So she said that she kind of gave me that you go girl attitude to figure it out. So yeah, so that made me feel better that it was just a different type of stay-at-home mom or work, working mom or whatever. Was there a season that was harder to be working and having kids like at a certain age that was maybe harder than other ages? Or was it all like equally complex? I think for me personally, being a single mom was probably the biggest challenge because it was literally working and being a mom. There was no going out with friends or, or doing any of that. But I did learn, you know, for me, if anybody's going through this, you know, on the weekends, you didn't have the kids. That's when I, I had read that that's the time you should really nourish yourself. So that was the weekends I would go to the spa or go downtown with friends or go to the museum, do all the things that you didn't have the time to do. And once I started filling that in when the kids weren't with me, I was much better that it was still making sure that I was nourished on top of that. But I was probably saying that was probably the worst time for me. But yeah, I mean, we all have our seasons, right? Some work better than others. Yeah. I think it's important. And I'm glad that you learned that, like in that hard time to take time for yourself, because I think that you can't do it if you don't carve out time. If that means waking up early in the morning to work out or know, reading a book, whatever it is, that kind of is like going out with friends once a week or something like that. Like, I think feeding yourself and your soul and not feeling like, okay, I'm just a mom and I'm just working because otherwise I feel like you look back and you're like, where did my 20 years of my life go? Do you have any tips for like stress management? Walking. Yeah. Walking by myself after dinner, they're calm. Yeah. I would go to a walk. That definitely helps. Just removing yourself from the situation. You know, if there's mayhem in the kitchen and the family room and everybody's just losing their mind, just walk away. Pretend. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it's cool too because they get to see like 
it's not just the men who do the work, like what what your mom saw, right? So your mom like had to give up this thing that she loved because that was what was appropriate in society at the time. And then this time period where women are starting to say, no, like I, I want to work outside the home. I want to do stuff. And so now this generation is coming from women who chose to kind of go against the grain a little. And now they're okay with their, you know, their spouses working and they're willing to do more domestic duties to make the house work. And I think in a way it's beautiful because now you see more like of a partnership in parenting. So dads are now more involved with their kids, which is good for the children to have two parents who are involved instead of like one primary parent. And obviously at times there's always going to be one person who does more of something, but overall they have more exposure to both their parents and all of those things. And I think that's really cool to see. And I'm sure for you now seeing them as parents see that effect of like, oh, they are helpful at their homes and they're supportive of their spouses who are in what they do and they're present with their kids. And I think that's cool. And I think that's important too, is like just like actually being, being present, being present, being present at in the boardroom and being present at your home. I mean, both are as important. I think for me, I've always struggled to juggle both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm more comfortable probably because I was in an office environment for most of my career. But for me, it's like when I'm doing something with my kids, I'm more present. And if I'm at work, I'm more present. Now, if if yeah. one or the other calls me in either situation, of course, you're going to pick up the phone. And right. If there's an urgent issue at work or you know, my CEO is calling, of course, I'm going to pick up the phone and, and figure out what's going on. So, right. yeah. But in general, I would say being present is key. So when you left retail, did you leave retail thinking like, I'm going to retire? No, no. I I knew I was going to take a break because I had taken maternity breaks and that's it. Mm -hmm. I never really taken a break. And I wanted to take the summer off after I semi-retired and then really think through what the next chapter was going to be. So I gave myself time to decompress from 30 years of retail, which was tremendous. And it's really given me an opportunity to really realize what I loved about what I did and the opportunities I had and the people I've worked with and my mentors and traveling. I mean, it was, you know, it's really was an amazing and is an amazing career. And now my focus is really to share that knowledge with young entrepreneurs, young leaders that are going into the C-suite really being here as a consultant to help people kind of navigate, even moms that are struggling on how to juggle. They love their job. They love their kids. They love their, how how do you manage all that? So, so that's why I love what I'm doing right now. I'm really helping, helping people in that space. I've met some amazing, passionate people that are selling their own products or built their own retail small business, but they might not know as much about retail 101. Or I'm working with a woman who's young in her career, but with a big corporation and she needs help navigating the boardroom and how to kind of manage through all that. And but it's it's really exciting to share what I've learned and maybe things I didn't do so well and things that I did great and and really yeah. helping people through that. I mean I feel like I'm in a great space right now. I always ask my guests to share one key tip with you. 
But before she reveals her pearl of wisdom, I want to thank you for listening and invite you to sign up for my weekly newsletter, Why It Matters, where I share quick insights about current health trends. Next week, we have another amazing interview with Jill Kozil, so stay tuned. Now, let's find out what that pearl of wisdom is. I think for me, it's planning. It's making sure your calendar has, you know, when you're traveling for work, when you, the minute you know there's a conference, a vendor meeting, a summit outside of the office, anything, get it on the calendar, you know, and vice versa, you know, the hockey games, the lacrosse games, baseball, the karate, have it all in there so that you can kind of flow into it. My sister was always great to be able to go and sub for me, if you want to call it, you know, and so you call them a couple of weeks ahead of time. Hey, I'm not going to be able to, to go to this game. Would you mind picking up Mike and taking him to the game? Absolutely. I'd love to. And it was never a frantic yeah. 24 hours prior. So I would say that is going to make your life the simplest. Mm-hmm. And then then you'll be able to deal with emergencies. If you get that baseline right, then the emergencies are are going to happen. Yeah. But they're going to be less stressful because the rest of it's kind of planned out. Yeah. Stay calm in the boardroom and stay calm at home. Yeah. And I'll walk away in both cases, get a cup of coffee at work, uh, yeah. get off the yeah. Zoom call for a second, you know, or just walk away and go take a walk and bring the kids with you. But just go change the trajectory of where you are at the moment if, mm-hmm. if you're going to lose your mind. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This season of Pros on Boards is produced by Mixed Series Studios, a music and multimedia production studio in downtown Jacksonville, Florida. Visit the Pros on Board show page at mtsjax.fm for information on our guests, episode transcripts, full video interviews, and more. Don't forget to subscribe to Pros on Boards podcast on your favorite podcast directory and on YouTube.